Okay. So we're going to do now the portion of Friday and the portion of Shabbos to conclude Chapter 26. Yesterday we were explaining that the Rebbe here wants to uproot from us the trait of sadness. The question is, but what happens if there are things in life that are legitimate causes of sadness? So we discriminate today into two categories. Things in our physical, mundane life that legitimately cause us sadness and, God forbid, issues with children or health or finances or, or any of the myriad of colors, flavors, tastes, and textures of things that are legitimate causes of sadness. And then we discuss transgressions we've done, which are also a legitimate cause of sadness. So what do you, let's deal first with in our physical realm. How are you supposed to react to truly distressful things that you're going through? So our sages say that we make the same blessing on good news as bad news. But we don't. We have a certain blessing when we hear good news. And we have a different blessing when we hear bad news. It's, it's a different blessing. So why are the sages saying that just like you make this blessing on good news, so too you make it on bad news? So the Rebbe here explains it's not the words that are the same. It's the attitude. The attitude has to be to accept all that God is doing with joy. Why would I accept it all with joy? It's not a very joyous thing that I'm going through. Because this comes from God. Because the more that I'm focused, it comes from God. He is only good. Therefore, this is good. The more that I can enable myself to open up to joy in what I'm going through. And specifically, when we focus on the spiritual source of this uncomfortable event or or happening in life, there are two modes by which God can relate to the world in an expression of revelation and an expression of concealment. And if the powers of God are more minimized, then those powers can be overt because they're more minimized, so they're not going to overwhelm the world with their power. But if the powers are coming from a higher source and the powers are so intense, then they have to be concealed because we can't get them directly. So whenever a person is going through something hard, they know this must be coming from what we call Kabbalistically the world of concealment, a place where the godliness is so intense that it can't come directly into this world. And it can only come through the wrapping paper of these hard issues. So my job, of course, is to unwrap it, which means to say, this is God, and I accept it's God. And if it's God, it's good. And it's good because I'm getting so close to God through this event because this event is giving me God in such an intense form that he can only come concealed. He can only come in this wrapping paper. So if I'm really one who cares about my relationship with God, who really wants to get close to God, then I can find the joy and the love of God within this event. And that's why we're told that those that accept suffering with joy Such people are called those that love God. Because you have to really love God and want God in your life and therefore understand that within this suffering, there's more God than in my non-suffering situation. And since I want God, I'm joyous in the suffering. 
And God responds measure for measure. And as we strip away the coverings and know it's God and therefore know it's good and therefore rejoice in it, so too will God for such people in the times of Messiah strip away all the coverings on himself and expose himself completely to them. Because they, during the times of concealment, when they didn't see the sun, they saw the shadows. But they went crouching in those shadows because they knew in those shadows was God in a most intense form and they want God, so they went into the shadows with joy. And that is how we're supposed to respond to suffering on the physical realm.